0: Hey there, welcome to the Trailblazers podcast. I'm Nicole, your host, and I'm so excited to dive into today's episode with you. I am a passionate, wide eyed entrepreneur and social media coach, and I help people just like you to build your online business from the ground up through the power of social media. In just under three months, I was able to build my coaching business from scratch and work with paying clients and am now scaling my business to reach heights I never thought was possible. If you're listening to this podcast, I wanna be the first to tell you that you are a trailblazer. That is someone who paves their own way through unmarked territories and doesn't wait for opportunities to come, but instead creates them. So as you listen in today, I want you to know that your passion, partnered with purpose, can unlock your potential, but that's if you dare to take action. So, are you ready to blaze that trail? If that's you, let's do this. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode where I'll be diving into the power of self-coaching. That is overcoming your own limiting beliefs. Now, I decided to do this podcast because I feel like it is 110% relevant to every single person at whatever stage they're at, at their entrepreneurial journey. But also because I know that when you're early on in your business, This is probably one of the most important things that you need to get a grip on. So I wanted to cover this topic and really give you some practical tips and take-homes so that you can take control of your own mind and your own thoughts because that's essentially where the limiting beliefs come from. And so that you can rise up and tackle every single imposter syndrome thought and limiting belief that comes up in your head as you build your business. Building an online business can sometimes be very ironic because we often go into it wanting to help other people and we go 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 and build 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 and then we realize sooner than later that we feel stuck. That we don't know what the heck we're doing, that we are having our own imposter syndrome, that we can't overcome our own doubts, and that ultimately, we're the ones that need help. But I want to tell you, if that's where you are right now, that is totally okay, and it is totally normal. From my own experience, building my business was probably one of the hardest things I've ever jumped into. And the thing is, I knew that going into building my business, but at the same time, I think I just, I wasn't prepared for it. I wasn't prepared for having to wake up every single day and face my giants. I wasn't prepared for the fact that my own limiting beliefs would eat away at me almost 24 hours a day. I wasn't prepared for the huge mental, emotional, and psychological jokes. That's mental. I wasn't prepared for all the transformations that I was going to experience as a result of jumping into an entrepreneurial journey. I just thought, heck, let's build a business. And that's the thing. That's the thing about diving into entrepreneurship especially on the online space you realize that it's more than just building a business it's discovering yourself and the more self-aware you become the more empowered you become as a person to tackle every single obstacle that comes your way and that's why when i was building my business i learned very quickly that i couldn't just sit there and feel sorry for myself Because even if things sucked, even if in reality I didn't have X, Y, Z, whatever I thought I needed to have, at the end of the day, that thing wasn't just going to magically appear if I just sat there and moped around. I I needed to get a grip on myself and empower myself with my own thoughts so that I would rise up and take action. And it's from taking action that results followed. So this is why I really see the value in self-coaching and being able to take a hold of your own thoughts and direct your path, create your path, simply through the things that you are telling and speaking to yourself. Cool? So if you haven't experienced it already in your entrepreneurial journey, There are going to be days when you feel like you don't have anything to offer and you will immediately question your capabilities. You'll immediately ask yourself, you know what? Do you even know what you're doing? Who in the world is going to pay for your service? How are you supposed to help people when you're in this situation yourself? And it's at these times that we need to understand that there is value in really listening to the kind of questions that you're asking yourself because more often than not those thoughts will scare us but they'll scare us into a place of paralysis where we don't move anywhere and we don't want to go anywhere because all of a sudden we're afraid that those thoughts are right. But how in the world could those thoughts be right? if they've never been proven, if they've never been tested right or wrong. We just automatically assume that these thoughts are actual truths. But you see, when we hear ourselves say these thoughts, it's, it's a response of fear. It's a response because we don't, we haven't gone into this territory, we haven't ventured into this space, but it does not make the thought true. What makes the thought true is when it's tested and verified. And so people often stop there and they don't take action. They don't test it because the risk is just too scary. And so what I find is many people blame themselves or they blame their circumstances. They start to say, oh, I'm just not good enough, oh, I just don't have enough money, oh, I just don't have time, I don't have it as good as that person, or they have it so easy, look at me, I have to work so hard just to get this, this, this. And they start to blame their own circumstances for why they're stuck. And then after that, they start to feel sorry for themselves, they start to be victim to their own, you know, lack of progress or lack of results. And then they make their current reality, their situation, mean something personal. So at this point, they've spiraled down to making their circumstances or their external reality something about themselves. For example, they'll start saying, I'm not good enough. Or I'm not talented. Or I'm not cut out to be successful. When really, it's not even about your own worthiness. It's not even about your identity or your genetic makeup. You know, some people think that more people are, you know, that other people are likely to succeed because they're more leadership-like. Wait, that's not a word. (laughs) They're more, I don't know, like, they're more bold or they're more confident about who they are but you see these things are actually things that we can cultivate within ourselves and so it's not a question of our current reality equating to our personal traits or characteristics i am a firm believer that if you are committed to a result you will get the transformation you want And so this is why we're going to tackle this head first, because I really also do believe that as a coach, you are equally responsible for not only coaching your clients through their own limiting beliefs, but for coaching yourself through your own limiting beliefs. Okay? So when you set out to build your online business it's often super exciting in the beginning like your adrenaline is pumping you get up every day feeling like you're on top of the world like you're owning this space and you're just going for it and it's super duper exciting and you imagine the possibilities until you make the first investment and the first investment is not just monetary but It's time, when you start putting in the time, putting in the work, and then it's emotional as well. You start really telling yourself, I need to make this work, or you start saying, I believe in myself to make this happen. And so when you start making investments, you start paying the price for your dream, that's when often it gets hella scary. That's when people drop out or they quit because they want results fast. And I'm not saying results can't happen fast, but more often than not, your results or the best quality results are going to come when you're consistent and diligent and you just allow the momentum to build the success of your business. But when, you know, you start making investments, it gets scary it gets scary to the point where you start asking yourself, what if people don't turn up? What if all this work I'm doing is going to lead to zero clients and zero sales and I'm just wasting my time? And imposter syndrome begins to set in. People think that you pay the price for your dream or your Um, success or your transformation once by making that first decision or putting down that first investment, but they don't realize that every single day you need to pay the price. You need to commit to yourself every single day. And it's not just an uphill journey. It's really up and down all the time. But the difference is you're getting somewhere. You're progressing somewhere. So you have to realize that, you know, when you're progressing, having an off day or having a day when your self doubt resurfaces does not mean you regressed back to point A. It just means maybe you've slowed down. But you also have to realize that at every point of growth, there will be a stretch, there will be discomfort. Because if you're not experiencing discomfort, then you aren't growing. If everything you're doing is familiar all the time and comfortable all the time, then you're probably not experiencing huge transformations. I know this all too well because in my own journey, at every stage that I thought I had quote unquote made it, I actually... Would celebrate for like a moment and then I would just start to feel so uncomfortable and scared like I couldn't celebrate my win right and I really I really had to think about that why was it that when I reached my first 2k I was like you know so over the moon for like a split second and then I was like oh my gosh oh my gosh <laughs> Same thing when I signed my first beta client this is an unpaid client I was like oh my gosh I can't believe someone is willing to work with me someone who someone who I don't even didn't know a month ago is willing to allow me to take them on a journey of transformation like wow but then soon after that I had to end the beta Program with them, and we wrapped it up, and then came actually presenting my paid program. And I just thought to myself, "Well, what the heck? No one is going to sign with me. No one is going to pay for me." When I literally had evidence from working with a beta client that I could deliver this transformation. So you see, at every stage, no matter what um, stage you're at, when you reach a new level or a new height. That you've never been to before, you're gonna have the thought that you can't do this. You're gonna feel super uncomfortable. And it's usually at this first point of a de- like a bad moment or a negative thought or whatever, self comparison, that people start to crumble and they start to feel like it's too hard altogether. But we, what we don't realize is that we have the power to control our outcomes a lot more than we think. How? Through our minds. And that's the main point of today's podcast. Self coaching isn't about literally applying your coaching um, to yourself and like talking to yourself in the mirror. I mean, you can do that, but self coaching is about literally confronting yourself where it hurts. If coaching is equipping and empowering others to experience transformations, to reach their goals, then I like to think of self-coaching as being able to be one step ahead of your own reality, your own feelings, and being able to lead yourself out of any negative or unhelpful patterns that lead to self-sabotage. So being able to catch your own thoughts and identify them as non-truths, non-realities and look at them objectively and say, this is just a thought and then filter through what you're going to do with this thought, that is part of being able to self-coach. So coaching is most effective when we don't try to force something happen. And that applies when you're working with clients or when you're looking at self-coaching. Rather, coaching is most effective when we acknowledge what is both comfortable and uncomfortable, where we acknowledge our present and our goal. And then we set goals, little wins, to see transformation every step along the way we commit to incremental wins and so we make progress by simply asking ourselves every single day why why are you doing this why have you committed to making this happen why are you feeling this way right so asking yourself why is one of the most empowering things that you can do as an entrepreneur every step of your journey because it enables you to problem solve. Because if you don't, you're going to want to take the shortcut or you're going to want to give up on yourself. Taking shortcuts, what I mean by that, is essentially like, I don't know, going to an easier avenue So instead of maybe problem solving your way through why you're not signing any clients, you're looking up all these programs and just constantly putting money down that you're not earning back, thinking if I just get this, then I'm going to be able to sign clients. Or if um, I just get with that coach, then I'm going to sign clients. Which by all means, coaches, I have my own coach. Coaches are there to help you succeed. But as an entrepreneur, as your own business owner, as your own CEO, you need to take control of where you are and not just resort to the easiest outcome. And it goes the same way with people who pivot, like they have pivoted their business like 20 times because in their head, uh, in their words, uh, I just didn't think that was the right path or I've, I think I want to do this and I can do this better. But really, it's a safe zone. They did the whole fight or flight thing where they freaked out that they couldn't make it happen and so they pivoted, but really that was an excuse for not being able to face how tough or challenging their reality was. And so taking the shortcut, making pivots without really giving things a proper shot and without really problem solving is robbing you. It's shortchanging you in the future because you're not developing the grit and tenacity that you need to develop to last in the wrong... Oh my gosh, (laughs) I just freshed out. To last in the long run. I'm going to say that again because that was horrible. You're not developing the grit and tenacity that it takes to last in the long run. Why do you think people make it? You know, how is it that people are able to last without burning out? It's probably because earlier on in their journey, they thought they weren't going to last. They thought they were at their end, but they powered through it time and time again. And now, lasting is just everything they're set out to do. They don't give in to failure. Because they've seen that many times before they thought they could give up and they didn't. And they saw that life goes on. They saw that they could still build their business successfully. And so here we need to understand that obstacles are opportunities. And so in the same way, we need to start treating our own limiting beliefs as areas of opportunity. As areas where we get real with ourselves and we say, hey, okay, this thought has come up way too many times. I need to deal with this. I need to get to the bottom of this. I need to problem solve my way out of this because I can't have this happen over and over again only to feel more stuck or only to feel more paralyzed. And so these limiting beliefs, um, they're really Just they're the kind of thoughts that disempower us and they stunt our growth. They skew our perspective of what is possible. So thoughts like, I don't have enough time. I can't do this. I'm not as good as them. No one will buy from me. I doubt this will ever work out. This is too big of a dream. I'm just not wired to be an entrepreneur. That was a fluke. All these thoughts are thoughts that aren't serving us. And that's something that's super scary because if we are constantly feeding our minds thoughts that aren't serving us, then how do we expect our reality to look any different? Because what we expect is what will become. And I'm going to dive into that. So just before I go into the three points that I'm going to give you about the power of your mind... I want to dive into that whole, like an example of my own imposter syndrome and feeling like a fluke. (laughs) That was a big one for me. I felt like a fluke for a lot of my journey. In fact, some days I still feel like a fluke, to be honest. And fluke is just, it was by chance. Like that was just a coincidence that I got a client. It wasn't really because they wanted to work with me or it wasn't really because I was good enough so this feeling like a fluke thought would come up a lot when I would hop on calls with people with clients when I would make sales I would literally celebrate and then I would feel like that was a fluke. You didn't actually do that. And I would discredit myself time and time again with this thought that it was just a fluke that I got these two clients and that in the future, I'm never going to get any more clients. I can't even tell you how many times I was so down thinking about that. And I didn't know how to get myself out of it. So what I did, one day I kind of just asked myself like are you serious? You're going to let that stop you? Even if it was a fluke. These people are now trusting you to take you on a, to take them on a journey. These people have committed to you. Are you seriously going to let your own limiting belief of feeling like a fluke stop you from showing up for them at least and then i started thinking the same way for my online platform my online audience i felt like it was a fluke as well like whoever was following me just followed me because i followed them and i felt like they weren't genuine people they weren't genuine genuinely going to buy from me or eventually sign on to coaching with me and that they didn't really see value in what i shared and so I asked myself the same thing. Are you serious? Like, you're going to allow that perception or that thought to be the thing that makes you unplug from this whole thing. What if someone was really out there hanging on your every training, on your every content piece, and it was only a matter of time until they messaged you and said, hey, how can I work with you? Right? Right. So it changed the way I showed up. And so this is where I wanna dive into the three things to note about the power of our minds. And they're just three short points. But after that, I'm going to tell you how you can actually coach yourself through limiting beliefs. Are you enjoying what you're hearing? I would love to know what you're getting out of today's topic. Screenshot this episode and tag me with your thoughts on Instagram. Now, before we dive back in, I wanted to let you know that I have a few spots left in my one-on-one coaching program where I help overwhelmed, unstructured, and under-equipped online coaches to confidently build their business, fast-track their growth, and finally start working with paying clients through the power of social media alone. I've seen what can happen in just a few months alone, and now I help people like you do the same and it all begins with a single decision to take the leap. Think this is what you need? Shoot me a message and let's get you started. Alrighty, so the first point is whatever you focus on magnifies. And that's why having a vision and having a plan of what you want to achieve exactly is key to success. In the same way, being completely aware of your weaknesses and strengths, focusing on your strengths and allowing those things to really magnify in your world, in your presence, when you show up in your business, focusing on those things are also going to lead to more success. And even deciding ahead of time, Before the doubts and the limiting beliefs start to settle in, deciding ahead of time that when this thought surfaces, I'm going to do this. When I start to feel unworthy, I'm going to tell myself that I am. And so having a vision, having a clear vision is super important because then you actually have things to focus on that you can magnify. And so you can also direct your focus on your why when it gets hard. And like I said, you could have a billion and one things telling you why you shouldn't get up out of bed and work on your business. But focusing on your why and the reason why you started to begin with is going to help you a lot. So whatever you focus on magnifies. Second thing to note is you can steer your feelings and emotions by harnessing your own thoughts. Let go of thoughts that do not serve you or speak life to you because what you think is eventually what you're going to feel, which is eventually going to result to a certain action, which is going to create a certain result. So it all begins in your thoughts. So let go of any thoughts that do not serve you or speak life to you. And so an example of that would be telling yourself that other people have it better than you. Like, how is that helping you in any way at all? If anything, you're going to feel more sorry for yourself. You're going to feel more victimized and more unmotivated. How in the world is that thought serving you? Instead, you could potentially flip it and kind of create a bridge thought and say, okay, even if someone had it better than me, what is it that I have to do in order to create the possibility of something actually happening for me? So even if someone did have more money than you to start, any chance they probably thought that they didn't have enough to begin with. Ask any entrepreneur, any person that started a business, ask them if they ever felt like they had enough or if they ever felt like they were ready. There is no amount of money, time, resources, capital that you could possibly have to make you feel ready enough or to feel confident enough if you aren't in control of your own thoughts and if you don't have a clear sense of self-worth. And I hope that hit deep because that one's real, like real as real, (laughs) okay? So the last point about the power of your mind is what you believe becomes. What you believe becomes. You literally create your reality. Like, have you ever said... I'm having the worst day ever and it feels like it just keeps getting worse. Like the car breaks down and you drop your keys and, you know, it's not because your day was the worst day ever and it just keeps getting worse. It's because your brain is now starting to associate these events to that thought that you had that you're having a bad day. And now it's finding evidence to support the fact that, quote unquote, you're having a bad day and today couldn't get any worse but if you just flip that and you woke up late and that wasn't necessarily the trigger to you having a bad day it was just simply you woke up late let's get up and go and oh there's a traffic jam that has nothing to do with you having a bad day the actual reality is you woke up late And there will be traffic at that time because it's peak hour. But it has nothing to do with you actually having a bad day. And so you create your reality with your thoughts. So how you perceive something is simply a perception. In the same way, how you perceive your bad day, your bad moment, your self-doubt how you perceive that creates your reality and it doesn't have to be a bad one if you just choose to look at the fact that you are unmotivated today and just take that objectively and say okay i actually don't feel great today and it was probably because of xyz if you acknowledge those things then you can stand apart from it and say cool, those are the realities, but I'm not going to let it affect the next thing that I do. You create, you create your reality. So where you place your belief is where you'll direct your focus. And remember, whatever you focus on, you magnify. And note that it's one thing to say you believe and another thing to actually believe. Because when we are certain of something we do not stress about it happening like when we are certain that the sun is going to come up tomorrow well we won't stress about the sun not coming up tomorrow truly believing and truly being certain is not giving up when it when it gets hard because you are so convinced that is going to be easy, that is going to happen, okay? So what you believe becomes, what you expect to happen will happen. And that's not some woo-woo, like, you know, spiritual, psycho stuff. Like, honestly, that is 110% true in every level. You literally only need to wake up and expect a bad day to then have your brain find evidence for the fact that today's a bad day. All right, so that's some really powerful stuff right there. I could just end this podcast there and I feel like it would be enough. (laughs) But we're gonna dive into now how you actually coach yourself out of your own limiting beliefs. And I hope this is probably, you know, I hope this is gonna shake things up for you in your own journey and how you talk to yourself because this stuff is life-changing and totally empowering when you catch it early on so the first thing about coaching yourself out of your own limiting beliefs is by first acknowledging your reality acknowledge where you are and become self-aware so that you actually have substance to work with. Like faking that you're okay is denial of your situation and you cannot grow from a place of denial. You cannot change from a place of resistance. So you have to acknowledge, what is it that I'm actually feeling? Why is it that I'm actually stuck? What are my circumstances? And you need to be okay with being fully transparent And to be able to sit with the things that you want or can't seem to achieve or are struggling with. Okay, so acknowledging your reality. That's the first step. The second step is once you get clear on your reality, you then start to coach yourself by looking at the possibilities. So the possibilities are they go both ways, right? So you can explore possibilities by asking what if and asking on both ends of the spectrum, both positive and negative and not limiting yourself, not limiting your mind or not even being afraid. You have to really dare to explore the what ifs. And so an example would be, when it comes to, um, signing clients, you could ask yourself, what if no one signed up for my business? What if I didn't show up today for my business? What if I just hid away from the world and gave up on my business? What if I remained in this same dilemma a six months down the track how would i feel and then explore the possibilities on the other side what if i showed up for my business today what if someone actually signed up with me today what if i could build a five-figure business in the span of six months explore the possibilities by simply asking yourself what if and allowing yourself to venture into the territory that your natural mind will often want to run away from okay so you coach yourself through that stage and then the last step is to now look at the opportunities so now you decide which one are you willing to venture into? Which end are you willing to venture into? Which quote unquote, what if thought are you going to focus on? Because depending on which one you focus on is the result that you're gonna create for yourself. And when you make that decision that you're going to commit to, what if I showed up today and gave massive value? What if as a result of that, I attracted a potential client, hopped on a sales call and signed that client within the same day. What if all of that were possible? If you decide to commit to that, you got to start truly believing and living like it was already tangible. So the opportunities then start to present themselves to you. Your brain will only begin to think of ways to make the seemingly impossible and unattainable, your brain will only start to look for evidence or look for opportunities when you will it to believe something is true. And so that's where the power of reflective thoughts and self-coaching is going to really come in and work for you. So if you're struggling with overcoming your own limiting beliefs, whatever in the world they may be, I want you to take what you've heard from this podcast and apply it. Start with your why, acknowledge your realities, and then set your mind on unlocking what is possible for yourself and give yourself a chance. Don't allow yourself to quit before you've given yourself a real chance Because your ability to coach yourself is going to create unlimited potential and possibilities for your business as a coach because you're going to learn things that in future you're going to have to coach your own clients through. And if you can't coach yourself through the tough stuff, if you can't develop the grit and tenacity to rise up and be committed every single day, then how do you expect to do it for someone else and that's tough love right because I get those days in fact I had one yesterday and I didn't even want to record this podcast hence why I pushed it a day later and am recording today but I allowed myself to have that quote-unquote off day only to pick it back up and get back on track put my big girl boots on and keep working on my business because I know my why. I know that this is worth it and I know that there is someone out there who is listening who needs this and that's why I show up. If you've been wrestling with the same doubts, hitting the same walls and all the stuff that I talked about here, DM me and let's help you get unstuck because I know how tempting it is to want to give up, especially early on in your business. But you need to remember that more than anything, more than relying on anyone else, you need to be first loyal and supportive to your own self and to your own vision. And sometimes you got to give yourself some tough love, right? But I'm here to come alongside you and to help you develop the habit of coaching yourself because I see far too many people giving up on their dreams because they blame their circumstances, their situation, their lack but they don't take responsibility for their own growth, their own progress, their own success and they blame other things and other people and they say, yeah, I've tried but it just hasn't worked out for me. But they haven't actually stopped to think about, maybe I'm the one stopping myself. Maybe I'm the one limiting my own progress. Maybe I'm the reason why I can't move forward. And that's hard to tell yourself. It's hard to admit that. But taking the time to coach yourself is going to help you be okay with that and help you find the next steps to move forward. Thank you for tuning in to this episode on the Trailblazers podcast. I hope you are encouraged to make moves and level up your confidence. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. I've got some really exciting stuff coming out for you in the next few months. Don't miss out. Be a part of the conversation and keep the ball rolling with me on Instagram. And I'll catch you on the next episode. Until next time, keep blazing that trail.